Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine on a Another week of N4G Radio. It's episode 386 for May 25th, 2015. And is it just me or is May just blazing by? Or I'm sorry, 2015 just blazing by? All of it is. It is. I, it, it, it goes by faster every year. It kills me in two months. I will be moving into my first house. Wow. Congratulations. I know. Yes. It's crazy. I did my inspection on Friday, everything came back pretty clean. So there's no major issues. That is sweet, man. Yep. I will no be having, cockroaches. Nope. No termites. No bugs. Structure's good. Roof is good. So housewarming party. Drew, you gonna drive sweet. up? Sweet. I think I'll pass. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 15, 16 hours. So That's you can, true. You can do it. Uh, but it's it's a smaller show this week. But we do have Gambus Con, and that's all that matters. Greetings, programs. So you can continue listening. Um, we also have Drew. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and that's it, man. The Wombat sent me a text this morning, and he I will read it verbatim, because that's what I do. Oh, John will be on in five. Cool. There you go. But I will read Wombat's text. He says, I'm out again today. Busy weekend, just tell everyone that The Witcher is awesome, and it'll be like I'm there. <laughs> tell them I said they're worthless whore sons if they don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Speaking of Ryan, he also texted me yesterday asking me, have you beat The Witcher yet? <laughs> the Witcher. <laughs> I'm like, no, I just finished chapter three. I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of conversation about The Witcher. The Witcher. Because I know John played it, and I think Jason bought it too. I know Drew has not played it because you've still got a game to go. I've still got a game and a half. And boy, do you have a game and a half. Yeah, I know. Witcher 2 is kind of scary now that I'm thinking about it. Well, I'm going to tell you this. The Witcher 3 makes The Witcher 2 look like a downloadable five-hour title. Well, me and Matt (laughs) have already decided that we're not going to cover The Witcher 3 on Phoenix Down. Yeah. Because that would be a nightmare. It's a big game. Yeah. But we'll talk to Gambus Khan, see what he is playing, and maybe Witcher Conversation will come up. I don't know. All right. I'm going to start things a little bit way back. I've been off the show for a few weeks. Um, Let's see here. Played a little bit more of uh, Bloodborne. Um, Basically, I'm level grinding. I'm in uh, the old... I'm still in old Yernum after defeating the second boss so it's a i'm really i'm still really enjoying the game it's a slow burn um i'm just uh taking my time um i'm I'm not trying to rush through the game i'm just level grinding and just learning how to how to 
play effectively. And uh, let's see. I also played a little bit more of the Etrian Odyssey mystery dungeon game for 3DS. Mm -hmm. And I think I might put that back on the shelf. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know know you're kind of down on it whenever you first talked about it. Yeah, I, I enjoy it, but... I think I prefer my Etrian Odyssey uh, first person and uh, the ability to draw on the bottom screen. Yeah, the turn-based combat in in the Etrian Odyssey series, I think, is better than than this game. Yeah, it, it, I, I like this game a lot. It had a lot of lot going for it, but at the same time, I think it had too much going for it. There's just so many things you got to keep in mind, and then trying to maneuver your characters around, and each move is a turn. That's yeah. It's it's hard. It, it is a very difficult game. Yeah, it's very difficult, and it's like um, I I don't mind when a game is is difficult, but but when it's to the point where, and I also don't mind if the mechanics themselves are difficult, if they kind of makes sense but in this is it's kind of, it kind of just it just doesn't make any sense um uh the actual like battle system in my opinion um it kind of feels uh, overly overly convoluted to a overhead view almost zelda-esque looking game and i under i know what they're trying to do they're they're literally throwing in like an AD&D system within a overhead attack game but I just feel that it's 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 like over convoluted for the sake of convolutedness. Yeah, and uh, I do I, I I enjoy the music of the game. I think the music is fantastic. It I, is. I I almost kept the uh, I almost kept because I, I actually uh, sold it back to. Uh, oh, he didn't stop. put it on the shelf. He put it on the shelf of a retail establishment. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I. Uh, I, I almost I almost kept the soundtrack though, but I, I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be true to myself and be like you know if somebody's going to buy this used they they should be entitled to get the whole game as it was. Good for you. So, Except for the fact that the employee will steal the soundtrack and they won't get it anyway. Yeah. Yes, yes, probably. They're, they're well, that's, that's out of his hands, you know. It is, yeah. it is, but still, they're dicks. But uh, um, played a little bit of that, and I probably won't be talking about that probably ever. But uh, so let's see. Um, I played. Get this. A couple days before House of Wolves came out, I played. I finally, after like three months of not even touching this game, I put in Destiny. And uh, played a, played one strike, and then took the game out. And I'm like, I'm gonna wait until House of Wolves comes out before I play any more. You know, invest myself any more into this game. It, however, I have not had the opportunity to play House of Wolves yet, just because over the past few days, every opportunity that I get, I've been really busy lately with uh, work and doing, like, uh, house projects and stuff like that. Um, all my gaming time, um, which hasn't been much, unfortunately, um, I've spent on The Witcher 3. Oh, and John makes it just in time. 
<laughs> Someone mentioned The Witcher. We're going to talk about The Witcher 3. Because the Witcher? We're going to try the Witcher. <laughs> to avoid too much because Drew is still on The Witcher 1. <laughs> I can tell you all well, about The Witcher 1. <laughs> yeah, I don't think anybody cares about The Witcher 1 right now. Well, the don't give a shit. Down, well, I'm sure they do. <laughs> hey, yeah, I've been listening to the uh, to the uh, Phoenix Down podcast of The Witcher. Well, I appreciate your patronage. So, so, uh, <laughs> so Jason, have you ever yeah. played a Witcher game? No, I have not. So he is fresh off the boat. Bam. Yep. I, I've barely played one, so... Um, I have played I've, through two. I have played through Witcher 2. I never touched the first one. To be fair, I'm quite surprised at how much I've actually played of Witcher 3 in <sighs> the few days that it's been out, because... That thing, it, you don't realize how much you're playing it. Well, that's because it's so fucking good. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's, it's it, you know, it's it's kind of um. Oh, hi everybody, by the way. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> oh, hi. hello. Um, so it's 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 quite has it's has quite a high barrier to entry. Not as much as say uh, Bloodborne, but there are certain mechanics that you kind of maybe sometimes you need a little help with. Uh, it doesn't always give you that help, but it's still, nonetheless, fucking like epic world to be riding around on your horse in. It's, it's, yeah. The world it's, is what makes that game as good as it is. It's so beautiful. It is. It's beautiful and it's interesting. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's... Uh, everybody that you walk up to, whether they're a proper NPC or not, has lines of dialogue um, stuff in the background you're just hearing snippets of conversations whilst you're riding through town on your horse um, it's incredibly rich and you can see the love and care that CD Projekt Red put into this is it's all there on the screen for you to enjoy well that's the other thing um, this game this world is so dense and so rich that not every quest is marked yeah so, for example, like, in the very first town that you're in, the White Orchard area, there's a letter, and you read it, and it just kind of says, hey, my wife was lost in the forest, or whatever. And it doesn't put a quest on your map, right? You just gotta go to the forest? What, I mean, what forest? It just says, my wife was lost in the forest, and you're assuming it's near the, the town that you picked up the quest from. Right. So if you kind of wander into the forest, nothing, you don't find anything. Well, later down the line in that game, if you come back to that... You can find the guy that lost his wife and turn it into a quest. And it'll show up in your menu where you read the note and it'll say, you know, Geralt went out to, you know, the woods, didn't find anything, kind of, you know, played it off, didn't care. Um, And then when you come back, it becomes a bigger piece that the game never pointed out. And that's just a side thing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's quite scary. Uh, I am finding it, as I say, it's, it's quite a high light, uh, barrier of entry. In um, I'm finding things like the the crafting, the ingredients gathering, um, a, a little bit daunting. But you are so lucky. Don't go back. <laughs> because it, okay, yeah. for just, I've heard it's better than it was. Well, but. a couple things to point out: when you create a potion in The Witcher Three, you don't have to do it again. Yeah, I noticed that. It kind of, you have this stuff that automatically refills them, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's it? the when alcohol. You, when you meditate. Alcohol yeah. refills your potions when you meditate. This didn't happen in The Witcher 2. It didn't happen in The Witcher 1 either. Well, you, you, you're telling me that if I ever create a swallow, 
I will good. forever have a swallow. Yep. Yes. You're good. Yes. And it what refills every time you meditate using alcohol. This as, is as long as you've got the as long as you've got the, <laughs> the, the potions though, you've got to have the ingredients, haven't you? No, all you gotta do is have alcohol. Really? Wow. Yeah, and you have a ton of alcohol. Um, another thing that you should be thankful for is the fact that you can use potions in combat. You can use potions in you combat. You cannot do it in two. Well, I don't know why they changed. No, you have to meditate. <laughs> you have to meditate to use a potion in Witcher Two. <laughs> really? Yes. Can you meditate anywhere, or does it have to be at a fireplace? No, no. You can meditate anywhere as long as you're not in combat. Okay. See, in, in Witcher One, you have to be at a either in an inn or at a fireplace. In The Witcher Three, when you meditate, it refills your health and it refills all your potions as long as you have alcohol. And you can meditate anywhere at any time. I'm about to fuck like, The Witcher 2 and just go into Witcher 2. Because <laughs> <laughs> with The Witcher 1, what you're talking about, it sounds like a fucking totally different game. Oh yeah, Witcher 2 is is a different beast. And the combat in Witcher 2 is a lot harder than it is in Witcher 3. Like the combat in Witcher 3 is essentially a hack and slash. It's a timing based hack and slash, but it's still essentially just kind of a hack and slash. In Witcher 2, it, that doesn't play out as well. I find it sat- the combat satisfying. Provide- the only issues I have is when you get overwhelmed because, I mean, I've been playing for about 20 hours. My character is level 4, which is shocking that I've played 20 hours as level 4. It's because you're um, not doing quests. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I need to do quests. But then a lot of the quests that I've got at the moment. Say level seven required or level thirty. Thirty-three was one of them. It's like shit. Yeah, I've got I'm a couple doing of that the, for about hundred hours. Yeah, I've got a couple of the high twenties and thirty quests in my inventory. But just go to the boards and get the quest. But you need to level. I've played for twenty hours and I'm a level ten. Wow. Okay. I'm definitely not doing it right. Yeah. Do the notice board stuff. Even in The Witcher One, that stuff really helps out. And and a thing to note about the quests, as long as there's not a skull above it. You're fine to go do it. Yeah, I mean, it'll be challenging if it's two or three levels ahead of you, but as long as it doesn't have, like, I'm sure you've been to the area in White Orchard where the wraith is at the grave. Yes. She had a big skull over her head. She did the first time, but the second time not didn't, and then I got the power stone, which is quite handy. Did you also go down in the cave? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) There's so much great stuff. also quite good. Yeah, there's so much stuff in that world. It's Crazy! I'm pleased. Uh, I really am because I was I wasn't sure I was going to enjoy it, and uh, I did struggle a little bit with Witcher Two. Um, you know, even with the tutorial because I played it on the Xbox, so you had the uh, the enhanced edition essentially. Um, well, PC had I, that too; they got it for free. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I didn't know whether I was going to enjoy it, but you know, I'm I'm one for giving games a shot, and and I'm glad I did because that I mean it's. The combat is so-so. It's not the best, co- you know, third-person action game. But that's not about that. It is about exploring the world, meeting mm-hmm. these people, and following the story of um, uh, Geralt. And that is what's keeping me playing. And I'm playing it for hours on end and not even realizing I'm playing for hours on end. It's, it's fantastic. Um, so far, my game of the year. It's one of the things about this game is, like, the quests are so interesting. And the, they're on their own little story, aren't they? Yeah, and their side quests, you can't tell that they're side quests. They're better than main quests in mm-hmm. other games. And it's also, not all of them have an, a happy ending. Um, no. Or any, any ending. No. So there, was, there was one that was it's quite early on. It's about um, a noon wraith. And it turns out that this 
um, the, this couple was living in a village and the lord of the village was a bit of an asshole and uh, was a real stinker and eventually they built up the courage to um, uh, leave and make their own settlement and then he came along and by the looks of it did some nasty stuff and hence the reason why this wraith is haunted by uh, haunting this town and you finish your quest you do what you need to do that's it it's a bit of a it's like oh that's a bit miserable that's a bit sad well, it, there's there's worse oh i'm sure i mean this is <laughs> this is just like one of the this is one of the early ones i mean I think it was level two you had to be so it was one of the early ones and the thing is is what i kind of find interesting is there was no end to it there was no like there was no like resolution so um you find out uh, the person who had uh, was a nasty guy in all of this and then uh, someone then says, well, go see the herbalist. She may actually know a bit more. Turns out that the woman uh, killed was her friend. And uh, that's it. You don't. But then that that could come up again. You could see another quest. Oh, yeah. Because, he, yeah, you know, it's it's it's, it's kind of really interesting. Really. You, interesting. you actually it. affect the world that you're in by the decisions that you make. There are things that you can decide to do that will change the way that game plays later on. But that was the same with Witcher 1 and 2, wasn't it? You know, they, but there, not, was there was Yeah, there was stuff like that, but not to this level. Wow, okay. Like, some of it isn't... Like, I can't speak in specifics, because then I will ruin later quests. <laughs> no, no, no. That's, that's the thing, is that... Um, you can talk, we can talk about this all we like, but we have to be really careful, because everyone's going to want to experience it, and even those little things, those little moments... Um, or what make that game? Oh yeah, and, you know it's 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 fascinating, and it's, uh, and it really is a um, a testament to how good those guys are, how incredibly talented they are at making a game. And what kind of annoys me is that um, where people should, you know, it's been getting great reviews. You know, it's getting nines, tens out the door, the lot. Um, but everyone's seems to be focusing on well, it's been downgraded. Don't so fucking what? It's you don't. I hate it's really getting on my tits because games like this, it's not about how they look, and I think The Witcher looks fucking phenomenal. Uh, but it's it's not about how they look; it's how they play and how you feel playing them. And this has quality in spades when it comes to that. And I I thought it was really good of um, the guys at CD Projekt Red to actually come out and address it, unlike Ubisoft who have kept stung about some of the stuff with the, with the Watch Dogs and Unity. Um, these guys came out and addressed it and said, "This is you know this development." is a real thing it's not some magical thing that just happens when we gave you this um original first gameplay this is what we wanted it to look like but concessions have to be made if you want a world this rich and detailed and uh, varied and i think they need i'm glad they came out and, and said and said it and hopefully it'll shut people up no that, that, that <coughs> argument will never end it's ridiculous. I, I, graphics are fine. You know, there are some games that look great, but there are also some games that, games that don't look great, but are still good games and, and entertain. And people need to get off that graphics thing. I know that but it's it's the internet. That's a well. It's going to be it, it's going to be the conversation that comes up for every game for this generation. That's that's what it's what it's going to be. You know, last gen it was I don't know the sales or something. I don't. That's still all about sales. Yeah, and now this generation, it's still sales, but then you know the graphic thing is, you know, Xbox is it terrible, and PlayStation Four is weak compared to the PC, and it's just 
Well, Why can't you just stop and enjoy the fucking games? Seriously. Yeah, no it's, that's the thing. And yes, if we get a game it, the, of this caliber, which doesn't yeah. come along very often, and we've got to have these conversations because people are idiots. <laughs> well, at least on this podcast, we talk about how good the game is, not oh, it's so good. whether or not it's downgraded or not, and it is phenomenal. I've, I recommend even if you've not played a Witcher before, if you have any kind of interest in that type of game, like a uh, like Skyrim or a, like a, the Shadows of Mordor with third person action, um, and you're intrigued by you know expansive storylines, you've got to go get it because it is it's going to give you uh, hundreds of hours of joy. It's the best open world game since Red Dead Redemption by far. Mm. Yeah. And that's no coincidence there's a horse in both. Well, the horse also has <laughs> trail tracking, which is fucking genius. Oh, yeah, that's so handy. That is so handy. That. <laughs> and Just NPCs, the and let it go. And NPCs don't dawdle. They actually run when you're trying to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> like, the little things like that yep. are so dumb, but they're great. They have them. There's a lot of details to that game that's just amazing. I stop and just watch it like when the clouds roll in and you hear Geralt say, oh, it looks like rain. And, you know, and then it starts storming and I'm running through these areas in the storm. It's it's amazing watching the trees sway back and forth. Oh, and the sound of the wind. Oh, oh my God, that's amazing. The music. Oh, the music is so good. I've been listening to it in my car. <laughs> I took the, because uh, it came with the CD. I, yeah. I, I, I've been listening to that in, in my car. It's so since good. I got the game. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. And then you know you're going to get 16 pieces of DLC between now and when the first expansion hits for free. And then, Two and, already out online. Yeah, and then the fucking expansions are like 25 more hours in a new area. <laughs> I must admit, I am really excited for that. Um, I knew I've got to play the. the I was going to say I don't stuff. even care about the expansions because I'm like 20 hours in, and I think I've maybe seen I don't know. A tenth of this game, <laughs> and it no, it doesn't stop getting interesting. Like the further you play into it, some of the stuff is just so interesting. I, and it sucks that you can't speak in specifics because you don't want people to talk about it. But man, some of the quest lines that I've done, and they'll go on for hours, and they're so good. And the Witcher contracts, those are fantastic. The, the whole CSI style, like hunting down the creature, figuring out where it is, what yeah, how its yeah. weaknesses, and that stuff is so interesting. And then when you kill it, it's so satisfying, and you get the trophy that you know you can put on your horse, and it gives you different uh, you know bonuses for your upgrades. It's just oh man, so good, <laughs> so so. Yeah, good. I wish I could have played it more because this week I, I've been. I've had to do some uh, overtime at work this week, unfortunately. Well, fortunately and unfortunately. But, um, yeah, man. Um, I'm I'm, I'm literally maybe three and a half hours in. Have you left White Orchard yet? Uh, no, um, I'm still in pursuit of the the Griffin. Okay, so you're still in White Orchard. That's the first area. That area is tiny. When you get yeah. to the next area, you, you're going to shit. <laughs> I mean, White Orchard, I thought, was like, wow, this is a pretty big world. Nope. Not even I close. think you're talking about Velen. Yeah, well, Velen, there's more than Velen, though. There's Oh, yeah, yeah. There's, yeah, there's um, more yeah. areas than that, but Velen is huge. Mm. <laughs> I mean, uh. there are cities. 
Like massive cities that are just points on the map. Jeez. And they're big. Like what is it, Oxenfurt? Down by the, the bay, the harbor? Yeah, that place is huge. That's where I got my hair did. Went out there and got me a nice haircut. Shaved my beard. Can you can you like go bald? Um, you can't no, you can't go bald because I don't think you can get that close of a cut, but you can get your hair shaved. And then your beard grows in real time, so does your hair. That's kind of awesome. Yeah, like, when I started the game, I was clean-shaven, and then by the time I got, I don't know, four or five hours in, I had this big old scruffy Santa Claus beard. <laughs> so I had to go get it cut. Does that affect anything? Like, do people look at you like, Jesus, you look unkept? No, no. <laughs> it's just it's just kind of awesome that your beard grows in real time. Yeah. That's that next-gen. That's really cool. <laughs> That's a next-gen feature, baby. That is next gen. That is real next gen right there. Oh, man. I can't wait. Like, the best way to describe it is I feel like every time I play it, I'm watching an episode of Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, I was getting that vibe as well. Yeah, like, you just do this little snippet of the story and open up these new paths, talk to these new people, meet these new characters. You never know who's going to live, who's going to die, what's going to happen. You just never know what you're going to run into in this shit. And then you run into an old woman who wants her frying pan. Oh yeah, I got that mission quite early on. That's hilarious. <laughs> you know, I did. I did that quest. <laughs> I tell you, it's terrifying to be swimming underwater with the drowners too. Mm. That is terrifying to me. You got to swim down there yes. and find stuff, and they're like swimming around nipping at you. It's just, that's... And I will genuinely say that two of the quest lines that I'm doing right now have two of the creepiest enemies I've ever seen in my life. Nice. I will just say, one of them has a name. Its name is Johnny. When you meet Johnny, I want to know what you thought of Johnny. Because he creeped <laughs> okay. me the fuck out. <laughs> is it a, is it a side quest? No, it's one of the main quests. You'll meet him. And fuck Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> he is creepy. Oh, man. Can't wait to play some more of that. Man. Yeah, I'm, I got three days off coming up from for work, so uh, I can't wait to delve back into this game. Yep, I have played it every night outside of the night that Drew and I played Street Fighter. And I, I, just, I just love that world. I love playing that game. I'm not even so interested in seeing the, the, the resolution of the main story. I just want to see what happens in this fucking world. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, granted, I've only, I'm only a few hours in the game, but I can already feel that, like, the little things of this game will be just as big of an impact, if not more so, than the, than the big things in the game. Oh, absolutely. Like, I know the main story, and I know what it's, what they're going, you know, I know what the, the end result they want to be is. But that's the least interesting thing that I've done in this game. Mm. It seems like everything else is, you know, most most of these kind of open world games, those side quests serve as a catalyst to level you up and move you towards your end goal. But in this one, I just want to see what else is going on in this world. It's kind of like how in Game of Thrones, um, the White Walker threat is like the main, like, looming doom. But everything else 
else about Game of Thrones takes more of a front seat than the White Walker threat. Yeah, you forget about it. Because yeah. the other stuff is so interesting, and that's exactly what this game is. It's so good. Man. Can't wait for you to play it, Drew. I'm excited. It's really good. I mean, unfortunately, it's probably going to be about three months. Yeah, I know. But, man, don't even hesitate. Just buy it. It's so good. So, oh, I plan on it. Yeah. I just Hopefully, it'll be it, when I do buy it, it may be down in price. You might get the $40 version by then. There, there might be a sale on it somewhere for 40 bucks because it seems like the really good games seem to hold the, that high price for a while. But then you get a sale for like 20 bucks off or something. Yeah, yeah, especially role-playing games, big games like that. I mean, Bloodborne got its first big sale this week. It's 40 bucks at Best Buy this week. Yeah. So. Sweet. But uh, anyway, anything else? Um, For me, that's, uh, that's, that's it. Okay. So now I guess I'll talk to Drew. Okay. I got a few things to talk about. <laughs> Everything but The Witcher. Yeah. So, played some Street Fighter, Ultra Street Fighter 4. Um, now, you may be saying oh, Ultra Street Fighter 4. That's old as shit. Well, it may be old as shit, but I'm playing a new version of it. Woohoo! 1080p, 60 frames a second! That's right. Yeah! One of the best fighting games uh, this past slash current generation. This is true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm playing on the PS4. Uh, again, I played probably about two hours. Uh, the other night, just uh, doing some online stuff. Uh, online is relatively smooth for the most part. About one every five matches, you'll get this stutter that only happens like just once, but it's a hardcore stutter. <laughs> yeah, it cost me a match once, and I wasn't happy about that. Like, my character yeah. stopped moving after it said, <laughs> waiting for player. Waiting for player, yeah. yeah. But I'll tell you this. Light years ahead of Mortal Kombat. Yeah. As far as the lag goes, because when it doesn't do that, there's no lag. There is zero lag, man. It's beautiful. It, it works fantastically. It's got everything in it all the DLC, every costume known to man, <laughs> even those, the dumb ones. Those costumes are fucking stupid. Yeah. It certainly it, looks smooth. Oh, it's very smooth. It is. I mean, it's always been a rather smooth running game, but mm-hmm. it's. it's Fucking fantastic! And that two hours, me and you played of it. I'm I'm back in. It's the first time I've actually it clicked with me finally. Like I I get it now. Yeah, it's it's a t- totally different game than Mortal Kombat. It is. It is. Um, there's not like most characters don't have a lot of special moves. Is what I'm figuring out as I'm learning the different characters. Like they'll have three, maybe four special moves, and and really the focus is on you know, waiting for your opportunity to strike or knowing what combats what. Yeah. Um, kind of like a rock, paper, scissors type of thing, which Mortal Kombat is a lot of, let me juggle you for, you know, how much uh, how much damage can I do in a juggle? Yeah. And there's no juggles in Street Fighter. It's not necessarily about the combo count either. No, no, no. It's, it's not really. Um, It's all about just what can chain together and... It's it's a guessing game with that. It's, it it is it's a mind game. Street mm-hmm. Fighter is more of a mind game, trying to get people to to do something, baiting them to do something, and then punish them for it. So it's and that's one of the things I love about El Fuerte is that he is a mind game character. You know that was you don't know if he's going high, low. You know if, if it's going to be overhead, what 
you know, so it's, I, I love that character. And I'm totally back in. I, I really need a fight pad, but <laughs> playing with the, the PS4 controller is okay. I miss moves sometimes. I do too. Yeah, like the double circle motions. I miss those sometimes. But yeah, that's twenty. Is it twenty four bucks? Twenty four ninety nine. Like you said, because all the character, all the costume and character DLC is all in there. So that's pretty awesome. Yeah, everything known to man. So this is this is technically the final version of Street Fighter Four. So I hope so because in the in like the press release they always say all the DLC to this point. <laughs> they stress that every time they say all the DLC up to this point. Well, the only thing they would release would be costumes. Well, yeah, that's all they have released is costumes outside of the major updates. And the major updates are usually, I mean, they're what, like 10 bucks for massive amounts of changes in characters. But considering that Street Fighter Five's next year... <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't think they're going to revise Street Fighter 4 anytime soon. No, I don't think they're going to have a different one or anything like that. They're going to have some... Well, they're going to have some Sony-exclusive costume DLC, right? Probably. <laughs> Who knows? Since Probably. It's published. It's actually published by Sony. Yeah. That's weird. It is. You know, that, they signed that deal with Capcom to do Street Fighter publishing, so... Well, like, I'm sure it'll do Sony some good. Yeah, we got our codes from Sony. Like, yeah. I asked Capcom for them, and they were like, uh, we're not doing them. <laughs> so, yeah, played a good amount of that. I played a little bit more after we got done there, and played, uh, played and reviewed, and the review hasn't went live yet, um, but I uh, played through the third episode of Life is Strange. Okay. Um, I highly suggest that to everybody. Uh, I was I was slightly iffy on the first and second episodes. I thought the second episode was great, um, but it was one of those things where it's kind of like I'm just going through the motions a little bit just to see where the story's going to go. But the, this third episode is fucking fantastic. This this third episode, I'm not gonna I'm not kidding around. The ending of the third episode made me tear up a little bit. Yeah. And that was I wasn't balling, but I, I was. It was it was very powerful, very sad. He was balling, and it's. There's only been one other game that's ever made me do that, and everybody knows what it is. So, I think everybody should play this game. I might check it out when it's finished. Yeah, that that would probably be the best bet. Um, but this is craziness happens at the end of this episode. Insane, like things I didn't think could even happen so it's yeah my love check out my review i don't go into any type of spoilers or anything like that but it's it's fucking fantastic yeah that that officially has made like probably my top 10 games of the year just because of that episode and it'll actually be finished this year they've they've stayed on a regular routine schedule unlike telltale it's like a month and a half in between episodes. Yeah, but they seem to get one out every month. Yeah, when they say they're going to get one yeah, out. Yeah, when they say we're going to get it out, they get it out. So so how many episodes are there supposed to be overall? Five. five. Yeah, five. Yeah, there's five, and I think they're just mainly just polishing the episodes and stuff like that. Okay, because um, I, uh, I got the first episode, but I, I've not played it yet. 
yeah, give that a shot. I mean, it's um, you know, I mean, it's it's a decent introduction. I think the first episode is the weakest one, okay. but it it does introduce like the characters and um, Max's you know rewind ability and stuff like that. So it's uh, it's it's really really good. This it's been getting progressively better each episode. Sweet. So, uh, how how long are each episodes? Aver- like an average, I would say they're slightly longer than any of the Telltale stuff. Telltale games, like the, their episodes, will last maybe an hour and a half, maybe two hours at the most. These will last you about two and a half to three hours. Okay, that's pretty good. I'm yeah, going to do a disc release when it's finished because I'd like to buy that. That's a good question. Uh. I don't know. But each episode is four ninety nine. If you wanted to just get them meal piece, is it twenty for the whole season or twenty five? Usually it, you get a discount. Yeah, it usually them. get a discount. I don't know to be honest with you. I think it may be twenty. I'm not. I'm not certain though. Twenty but, bucks uh, is a good price for that. I think if they did a disc, they'd release it at thirty, and I think that'd be fair. Yeah. Yeah. It's so well done. the the only The only issue I have, and they have it, they've had it every episode, and I don't think it's going to change, is that the mouths don't match up with what's being said at all. And it, it, it is slightly distracting, but it's you know it doesn't take away from the story itself. Yeah that that wouldn't be a problem for me. So yeah, that's um that's that's most certainly something that I think everyone here should check out. And people listening, you know, even if you're not big into adventure games, I think it's telling a really, really good story. And it, you know, it, it it's through the eyes of a teenager, and you know, some of it is kind of lame in, in some parts. But uh, you know, it's it, it's actually very sincere in a lot of parts too. Cool. Uh, let's see here. Trying to save the big one for last. I think that, yeah. Diablo 3. Play a lot of Diablo 3. I actually booted that back up for the first time this morning. Yeah. It's been a while. It has. Okay. And uh, I, played, I played a good amount of uh, amount of that. But uh, the the more more uh, what I put in, more time I put into was um, a little game called Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> um, particularly oh. the, the new DLC. Tell me. Right off the bat, how does this DLC compare to the first DLC? It is leaps and bounds above and beyond the Dark Below. Oh, thank God. Uh, the Dark Below had like maybe three story missions that were actually rather lackluster. Um, this one has five, uh, and they are significantly different. Uh, I, Sweet. I, I, I will be the first one to say that they do reuse some areas. No, but they, not but there, but they are, <laughs> but there are a ton of new areas uh, in within those field. areas. Yeah, yeah with, within those areas. Well, that's good. At least they finally gave you new areas to go to. Yeah, uh, the level progression is slightly changed now. Um, like in the dark below, the only way you could hit the level cap, which was thirty-two at the time, was to get the raid gear, which means you'd have to grind. To eventually get all the gear from the raid, and then you would be at the highest level. This one, it's it's little, it's slightly more slow paced, but it's it's paced out better. So 
anything that you have right now. So if you have any legendary armor on, you can essentially make it top tier. You have to use really? they, yeah, you have to use what they call etheric light to upgrade the armor that you have on right now and it will be the highest tier. So there is no more raid gear or anything like that. Now let me ask you this question for people who maybe didn't play the dark below. Let's say you get there now. Do you still have to go through the raid in Dark Below to get the gear to upgrade in House of Wolves? No. Okay, so well, I could just so say for example, like me, I haven't played. I think I played the first two story missions of Dark Below. I could load up House of Wolves and you know finish Dark Below's story, go into House of Wolves story, and eventually make it to thirty four if I just grind it. Correct. Okay. Yeah, so uh, you don't you know, like I, I don't know anybody who has done this, and it'd be interesting to see it. Somebody who just bought House of Wolves and didn't buy Dark Below, um, but it's you can totally do that uh, with House of Wolves. They introduce etheric light, which you can put into your legendary armor. So even if it's a low tier legendary armor, it can be high tier. And when you have all high tier legendary armor on, you hit level thirty four. So you hit the new level cap. Um, they added two new events uh, to uh, to the thing. You have the uh, the Trials of Osiris, which is a PvP event. It, it starts every weekend, so it starts on Friday and it ends during on the reset. So uh, you, what you do is you basically get a card and you go into a PvP event, which is basically you and two other guys versus another team, and you do like the best out of five rounds. And uh, depending on the wins, you get a win on your card, and if you get three losses, you get knocked out. Now it doesn't; it only cost uh-huh. it only cost a hundred glimmer to get a card, and once you have a card, you don't have to buy another one. So it's, it's exp- inexpensive to get into it. Uh, I did it, and because I suck at PvP, I'm probably not going to do much more of it. Um, but the newest thing and the really cool thing is the trials of Os- not the trials of Osiris, but the Prison of Elders. And the Prison of Elders is basically a horde mode um, where you go on <laughs> – it's funny that I mention this because it's going to sound stupid, but I can I can compare it to this. You know the stage in Super Smash Bros., the Pokemon Stadium? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's, the Prison of Elders is a lot like that. So if you go into an area, this is round one is going to be all against the fallen enemies. So you're going to go through this tunnel and you're going to be in this giant arena that's all like fallen territory. And you kill all the fallen there and then you go back to the airlock and then you go to another tunnel and it's all cabal guys. And it's like a huge cabal area. And it, it feels like that, like the, like the place is always morphing to, to fit the enemy types. Um, and each round they give you a modifier. So you may have the brawler modifier, which means all your uh, melee attacks do a, a lot more damage, or the airborne modifier, which is if you're flying through the air, you take more damage. So you need to stay on the ground. And it's all randomized on who you fight and the modifiers that you do. And there's four different levels of the Prison of Elders. Is, so it, you, is it able to be done solo, or do you have to have a team? You don't have to have a team, but it would... Mm, It'd be very difficult to do by yourself. Yeah, like any horde mode. Yeah. So, uh, and there's four different tiers of the Prison of Elders. Uh, there's a level 28 tier. So, people who are anybody who's level 26 or 27 that goes in there with like a level 30 or something like that will have a, a fine time. So, 28 is the lowest tier. 
I have a level 32, a level 34, and a level 35. And if you know anything about Destiny, the level cap right now is level 34. So that level 35 one is going to be a friggin' nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I've, I've done level 32 ones. I haven't done level, uh, 34 yet. Uh, I have got enough armor on to where I hit level 33, but I haven't hit the level cap just yet. Uh, but the cool thing about the Prison of Elders is, is that when you finish, there's five rounds in all, four regular rounds, uh, and then one boss fight at the end. Uh, and, uh, three of those rounds, they have, uh, things you have to do, objectives. So while you're killing all these hordes of guys, there'll be bombs that you have to go, uh, like, tur- like, either shoot them to dismantle them, or you have to stand next to them and, uh, like, defuse them. And if you don't do it in time, everybody dies. And so they, they have all these different objectives that you can do. And then they have giant boss fights at the end of it. But the coolest thing is that when you finish the Prison of Elders, when you go back to the airlock, the floor opens up. And you fall down this tunnel, and when you land in the tunnel, you're in this gigantic like treasure vault. There's gold everywhere, and it looks like something out of like Pirates of the Caribbean or some shit. <laughs> and there's this gigantic treasure chest right there at the end of the hallway. And you open up that treasure chest, and... You, you, you're going to get new, better shit. That's the best thing I can say about Destiny right now is that they finally give you something that when you do something difficult, they give you something for it. <laughs> so there's two smaller chests and then one giant chest. The two smaller chests you can open. Sometimes they'll have motes of light or other different types of currencies, glimmer, stuff like that. And they also have a chance to give you like a, a legendary weapon. The big chest has a high probability of dropping an exotic weapon and other stuff too. Now, there's, there is a, a thing that you have to worry about. In order to open the big chest, you have to have a treasure key. Now, treasure keys can be obtained by doing the Prison of Elders. It's a random drop. Uh, or there's new public events. So when you're out on patrol... Like, uh, you'll get this message saying the, the wolves are prowling. And all of a sudden these, the, 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 the fallen wolves will show up and you have to like have this big battle with them and you kill them. And then it, it unlocks a big treasure chest somewhere you gotta find. And that's where you have a chance to get more treasure keys. So, it, it you know, it, it, they, they took away, they, they added a little bit of grinding, but it's not difficult to do. It doesn't take very long to do. They added all new bounties, stuff like that, trying to find all these targets on different patrol missions and stuff like that. There's a lot of content in there that they added. It may not necessarily be taking you to new places, but it's making you do new stuff. Hmm. And I think it's fantastic. Well, there you go. Nice. The Prison of Elders, I'm enjoying it as well. Yeah, the Prison of Elders kind of reminds me of Adventure Mode in Diablo. Where pretty much everything's kind of randomized. You have objectives you have to do. You know, there's tons of enemies to fight. And at the end of it, you're probably going to get something good. So, that's the, that is by far the best piece of content to come out of Destiny so far. Sweet. Hopefully it lasts, because you probably won't see another one until September. Yeah, September uh-huh. is probably when the next big one's going to come out. And from what I understand, from the leaks and the rumors, they're claiming it's going to be a giant thing, like on disc. Full price. 
expect... Well, of course it's going to cost, John. <laughs> well, you know, not an expansion price. Yeah. I think it, I'd, it probably... I'd look at it probably thirty nine ninety nine. <laughs> yeah. They'll, they'll show it um, at E3. E3. Yeah, we'll yeah. see it at E3. Activision's got a bunch of fun stuff for E3, I think. You know, between Guitar Hero, Tony Hawk. You know they're going to announce another Skylanders game. They've got Call of Duty and probably some Destiny. Yeah. So Destiny is a giant property for them. Yeah. I mean, they've got they've got the makings of a pretty damn good MMO. They've got the shooting down. That's the thing. Well, that's Bungie. They, it, they, got that, they got that Bungie first-person shooting down, and it feels fucking awesome. And it is one of the best things about that game. And they're slowly learning how to make an RPG. Hey, you know. They're getting there. There will be a Halo out this year, too. There will be a Halo. How fucking crazy is that? A Bungie game and a Halo game launching in the same year. That's, um... If you like these kind of games, you're going to be in hog heaven, man. Yep. Well, I have Pals of Wolves, and I have everything on both systems. (laughs) And I haven't even played them. What level are you, kid? Do you know? 24, 25, 25, something like that. Yeah, I think you said 25. If you want to play... See, he's trying to get me into this game. You see that? I'm telling you, like, besides the Vault of Glass, which I I always said was the best part of Destiny, the the House of Wolves DLC, like, the the Prison of Elders is is really fun. Oh, well, my Destiny disc sits there, so who knows what will happen. You know where I'll be. Uh, Yeah, I know where you'll be. (laughs) So is that it? Uh, Yeah, that's, um... Anything else? I, like, did I review something else that I can't think of it? Probably, but I don't remember. Aren't you playing uh, the, Portal Pinball? Portal, Portal Pinball, yeah. Um, I, that's interesting. Can't really talk about it. I mean, it's... Oh, okay. <laughs> it, I mean, I can. I mean, that's the thing. It's like it's, it's a pinball table. With portals? With portal. Um, and it has everything you can imagine from a portal pinball table. Does it play the song? I have not heard that song. It's a great song. Uh, still alive, and then there was another song they made for Portal Two, yes. but I don't know that one. Um, no, it has the just the, the kind of futuristic sci-fi sounding song that they play, and you know there's portals and you can shoot the ball into them. And it's got Wheatley in it, right? It does. He, he's he's talking a lot in it, and it has the two co-op robots too. <laughs> and there's a, there's a mission where you take on the where you you play as the two co-op Robots. God, Portal hit. Two was so fucking good. You know, I never, I, I never got into it. Oh my god, it's so good. I've, I've never played Portal Two, especially the co-op. Oh god, that was so great. I beat it on both systems. I loved it so much. So good. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm reviewing that, and I'm reviewing uh, Street Fighter. Street Fighter Ultra Super Turbo Champion Edition. <laughs> you you laugh, but holy shit, that was loud as shit. <laughs> yeah, when he says Ultra Street Fighter Four at the minute, yeah, it's really fucking loud. You know what it is? It's because we had our headsets on, but if you don't have a headset turned on, it, he says that stuff through your controller. Yeah, I have that turned off, so it, he doesn't even say it anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, like it's, when it, I get to the title screen, it's just like silence. Yeah, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah, nah, he says it through the controller. That's really dumb. You 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 turned off the controller. Yeah, stuff? I don't I don't fucking care. 
I used to. Th- I thought it was really cool how they did it in like. Uh, Kill like, Zone was the only. Kill Zone cool was kind of cool. But if you have the headphones on, then you just hear it through the headphones. So. Mm. I don't. Know, the controller sounds are dumb to me. Like the person in Infamous talked to you through the controller, and I turned yeah, it off. GTA, uh, uh, any uh, Grand Theft Auto Five phone calls are through the controller. Yeah, I just think that's dumb. I like it. It's it's kind of cool. All right, so let's talk to John, who has played House of Wolves and The Witcher, but have you played anything else? Nope. All right. So that was that was, <laughs> that was literally all I've played, uh, uh, along with a bit of uh, Puzzles uh, versus Dragons uh, Super Mario Edition. That is all I've played. Yeah, that, How came, is that? that came out Friday. Well, you, you listened to the show last week, didn't you, Jason? No. I didn't listen to last week's episode, but I usually do. I... I I, I've been real busy this past week. John well, goes all through Puzzles and Dragons last week. Like he went on for like ten minutes. Okay, yeah. I'll uh, I'll definitely. Uh, he gave a it. great recap of that game. Yeah, it's an awesome. It's an awesome game. You'd love it if you. I mean, you, it builds on Puzzles and Dragons, um, the mobile edition, exponentially. Um, you've got none of the uh, free to play hooks. Um, you've got a, it's a Pokemon style story, um, and then you've got. And then you've got um, the Super Mario part, which is just incredibly enjoyable. Sweet. I really want to play that. Not for me. I'm trying, Drew. I know. I'm trying to to keep you from buying it, because like I said, I know as soon as you buy it, I get a code. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like I texted you yesterday. Is there any chance we're getting it? Because I'm about to buy this fucker. And then I'm like, you've got six million games. This is true, you but can I don't have Puzzles and Dragons Mario Edition. Download it on your phone and just play some on your phone until we get a code. If we don't have a code <laughs> within a couple weeks, then I say we're not going to get one. But you know, I don't, I don't want you to pay for something you don't have to. All right, that's why I'm trying to be nice. Okay. Um, next week, I will be playing more of The Witcher and uh, more the of Witcher. Uh, House of the Witcher. The Witcher. <laughs> and I probably, uh, I'm very tempted, since it's cheap to get up, get Super Street Fighter. Uh, oh. Sorry, Ultimate uh, Ultimate Street Fighter. If you could but, play with us regularly, I'd say get it, but I don't think you'll ever be able to play with us. No, because the time difference is such a bitch. Yeah. And I guess you got it on Xbox. No, it's only on PlayStation. Oh, cool. Yeah. Oh, we just talked about that. Yeah, it's published <laughs> by Sony. It ain't going out on Xbox, son. Yeah. Um, yeah, just like Bloodborne isn't. Uh, it never will. No, I don't. Uh, so uh, yeah, I, I'll see because it's if it's twenty four dollars, it's going to be about twenty quid here. So that's really good price for it. Oh, it is. It's it's steal for what you're getting in that package. Oh God, yeah. So good. I might get it. All right, so I'll wrap this up. Uh, we talked about most of the stuff I spent the most of the time playing. You know, Witcher, Street Fighter. I did dabble in some Dia- Diablo. This Diablo. Morning. Played through one. Adventure mode mission. That was about it. I've popped in Final Fantasy ten ten two HD. You bought that, did you? Yeah, I wanted it. I don't know why. I I, I beat ten, and I didn't think it was great. Is it worth? Is the extra visual fidelity and the fact that it's going to be on my main TV via PlayStation Four worth the asking price? Did you like ten and ten two? Yeah, I like ten. Okay, then it looks fucking amazing. See, I'm just pissed because I've bought that game on Vita and PS3, 
Can't you get a fucking discount? At I, least I, something? I had it on PS3 and I never played it, so I don't know how much better it is. So, But it me, looks really good. Let me get this straight. Final Fantasy X, X2 is on PS4 now? Yeah, yeah. the HD version. And it includes um, both of the like H or um, X2's last mission. And there was another one for ten. The, so PS, the, the PS3 version has that as well. Though. Yeah, the is 10 on one this? is basically a movie bridging the gap between 10 and 10 2. Okay, is this a disc game? Yeah, it's on yes. disc or digital. Uh, it also has soundtrack and arranged soundtrack. Nice. So the only downside is you can't skip the cutscenes. So if you remember them, you gotta watch them again. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> He's doing the laughing. He's doing the laughing. Man, that was some bad Yeah, that was some bad shit. I'll tell you this right now. The voice acting th- 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 don't hold up. Especially the NPCs. The NPCs are, are dreadful. <laughs> it didn't hold up back then. Well, back then it was the first you know Final Fantasy game to have voiceover, right? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, a, it was a little bit. It was, it was a few steps above... Uh, Resident Evil. Yeah, but that was back then. Now, yeah. it's real bad. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I we go back to it. We went back to it uh, when we did it for Phoenix Down. Was that there were games out there that had shitty fucking voice acting, but when you put in Metal Gear Solid that is from that era, it's that perfect. had some yeah. fantastic voice acting. A, yep. little, a little over dramatic, but still. Some of good. it was, but I mean, Jesus. I mean, it, it, you, you go from... Metal Gear Solid to <laughs> the Master of Unlocking. What? You Do you know what that? you just said? The Master of Unlocking. You go from Metal Gear Solid to the Master of Unlocking. Yeah. And those both came out around the same time. You, you forgot a word in there. The you Master go of from, Unlocking. You go from Metal Gear Solid 2 to the Master of Unlocking. It sounds like you said Metal Gear Solid 2. See what I'm saying? If you go from Metal Gear Solid to the okay, Master of Unlocking... you didn't put a pause in there. You just said Metal Gear Solid 2. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> when there's a Metal Gear Solid 2, that becomes confusing. And Metal Gear Solid 2 is, you know, the same time frame as Final Fantasy X. Is it? When, when did X come out? Oh, God, I don't know. 2001? Yeah, about that. 2001. No, no I, uh, I don't... So it came out a year after PS2 launched. I don't. Uh, I don't. 2001, July 19th, 2001. Really? So they had that game a year after PS2 launched. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. If you oh. think about that time frame, that's goddamn impressive. Yep. I think. I think. Uh, didn't Kingdom Hearts come out that same time too? I don't know when Kingdom Hearts came out. I don't really care for that series. So. Yeah, me neither. I remember uh, liking we- it. Before we move on uh, to the next section, um, just to let you know that I um, uh, just finished Tokyo Drift. Oh, so the I'm doing what you're doing and watching the uh, Fast and Furious series. So you just finished. And, the, and, you finished. Have the you ever seen these? I have seen the first one. I thought I had seen the second one until I watched it, and then I thought. I don't remember any of this, but I really like to. I see. I'm not alone. I like to. Really like to. Um, Cole Hauser was a really good bad guy. I really like him as a bad guy. Um, However, Tokyo Drift um, would have been 
better if it hadn't been for Lucas Black because his acting <laughs> is terrible. See, he is I, not. Yeah, I, he's not I almost actor. enjoy just because of how bad he is. He make, he makes you Americans look thick as shit. Yeah, because he's got that real southern drawl. I mean, I'm no offense to you, Drew, because you you don't sound like that. Yeah, but he's got this real southern drawl, and it the makes th- him sound thick. The the thing is, is that he actually talks like that. Yeah, he does. That's that 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 wasn't well, him saying. Well, do, him, a, do a southern. I can remember accent, him from you know, no. uh, American Gothic, and he talked like that. Well, he's also but, the kid from Sling Blade, yo. Yeah, I didn't watch. I don't know. I don't oh, watch go watch Sling Blade. You never seen Sling no, Blade. I'm watching Fast and Go watch Sling Blade. <laughs> but I really, uh, I, it's a shame because I kind of <laughs> like the drifting sequences in uh, Tokyo Drift. Tokyo Drift is a lot is... better once you get past five. Yeah, I know it all hooks. Yeah, I know it hooks in because the character in there appears in the subsequent ones. So it kind of the next, and that how, how, that's how it lines up. That the uh, four, five, six, and seven are prequels to Tokyo. No, Drift. four, four, five, and six are. Seven uh, okay. takes place after, right, Drew? Uh, uh, it takes place during and after. Okay, but I'm I got the the drifting was good, that was good stuff. I'm not a massive. The hardest bit for me is I'm not a massive um, kit car kind of fan. Um, you know these these tricked out cars. You know the the Chinese the, the Japanese ones that they used in like the first couple of movies. I know that as it goes on through four, five, six, and seven, it becomes less about those sort of cars and more about sort of you know, your, your hero cars like your Ferraris and stuff like that. And in some aspects, less about racing and more about, you know, heists and, and shit using yeah. cars. Um, and I'm looking forward to getting into that because from what I can gather, it only goes uphill with each installment after Tokyo Drift. So but I don't wrong. know how you Wrong, can... wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, the fourth one is the worst one of the entire series. Oh, really? Shit. Four it is, is awful. You, 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 I, I hate that you... you your next one is going to be this one <laughs> yeah. because it is the most boring one. Yeah, four is bad. Make uh, it past that one though, because five and six one, are the fifth one fucked. is the best one in the entire series. Yeah, five's really good. Five is well, the Avengers. I'm now, so I'm going to watch it. No, no, I did too. I watched four, and it's it's painful. But well, you got you got to have four. You got to have that five. story from four because it comes back in six. Yeah. Oh God, it's it's this is I I, I don't. I don't know. It's, it's weird. Uh, having not seen any of them after the first one, um, but hearing everyone talk about them, it sounds like this franchise has absolutely zero reason to still be going. But nope. for it to do gangbusters, <laughs> uh, the block box office this year round is is probably a testament to the fucking hard work those guys got in trying to make a great film with you know fucking. Ben actors and and yeah and um and about cars every time. I mean, there's only so much you can do with that, surely. Well, that so changes after that, four, after four. Yeah, it majorly changes. But here's the thing: is that I, I also I purchased the the six pack, and I've been saving them for a while. Um, but I actually started the Fast and the Furious last night. I watched it. And I was like, you know, Vin Diesel's not half bad in this movie. Somehow he has gotten actor. worse. But he's gotten worse throughout the movies. Really? Uh, I don't mind him. I, if you take him for what he is, which is kind of a grizzled... Um, he's, he's like the modern-day Arnold Schwarzenegger in a sense, except the, the, they don't make films that Arnie used to star in now, which is, a you know, they don't make that kind of film anymore. So that kind of actor always sits a little bit out of place. 
but um, I mean, I've enjoyed them. As I say, I didn't. Tokyo Drift was a little bit hard to get through, um, just solely because I think of, of Lucas's Black's uh, performance. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh, two, I was really surprised at. I thought uh, I didn't think it was going to be very good, and it wasn't. It was really good. Two is I love two. It's cheesy yeah. as shit. We'll it is. Oh but god, I love yeah. Two. And the, the you know the buddy buddy or not buddy buddy, but um, the the uh, the relationship between. Um, Who's it played the his his friend um, Tyrese? Is that Tyrese Gibson? Is it? Yeah. Oh, okay, because it was Roman or his name wasn't Roman. Roman, Roman Pierce. Is he in it again? Because I know Ludacris is in that one, but then he's makes everybody the comes back. Yeah, like uh, I said, everybody. Okay. Like, like I said, Fast Five is the Avengers, where everybody from all these movies assemble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they, they make the ultimate team of. Drivers and how did you uh, see? That's the thing is, it's so easy to get through Tokyo Drift because of fucking Han. Yeah, Han's the best character. Yeah, he was really good in that, and I'm kind of pleased that. Um, spo- I'm not going to spoil Tokyo Drift. No, no, leave that alone. Um, but um, he's really uh, good in that film, and I'm quite pleased that he's going to be, be in the others. Don't get excited when he shows up in four. Is it really just it's like not- five minutes? It's, right. it's it's so disappointing that he was only in it for five minutes. That's the Still, best. That's the best in, part of. He's four. in all of them, isn't he? So uh, from Tokyo Drift onwards. So yes, but he's only in four for like five minutes. Uh, I'll get through four. Maybe do that on Tuesday. Maybe get through four and five because um, by the sounds of it, I'll need a five after I've watched four. <laughs> you will. You will totally need five after you watch four. Four was really bad. He can. Yes. Have you seen uh, the seventh one? No, I have to wait for it to come out on Blu-ray. Uh, yeah, we're not pirates here. I will. Uh, well, n- neither am I. Um, With our <laughs> Um I'll admit, when I saw the seventh movie, I uh, got a little teary-eyed towards the end. Well, I don't want to know anything about it because I'm invested in it now. <laughs> yep. So. Yes, that's the kind of thing. Is that? I, I'm kind of interested in it. It's, it's like a franchise I want to like because everyone seems to like it. And I don't know. I, I'm kind of interested to see where it all ends up because they're making an eighth as well, aren't they? I'm sure yeah. they are. But yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah, they yeah, said they've they've it's, it's not a secret how they're going to have to get rid of somebody. I get that. <laughs> well, yes. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, oh, well, apparently his brothers, his, his actual brothers, really good. And you, because I, I don't know what they did. They did some trick stuff with him and just makeup and special effects to get the Paul Walker look, essentially. But um, from what I can gather, that character it gets a send off, so they won't be bringing that character back, um, which is a shame. Because although I didn't like him much in the first film, I, I really warmed to that character in the second one. Yeah. All right. And- You'll, you'll warm to all the characters as the series goes on. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll che- um, I won't be on the show next week, but I will check back in next time I'm on, and I'll hopefully finish all of them by then. All right. Uh, I don't have much else to talk about. I did play Mega Coin Squad for the Xbox One. I know Drew, oh. Drew reviewed that on the PC. Or no, Jay reviewed that on the PC. I did not. I don't I know not, why I keep getting. I was you. not the one that said it, I should not be sitting on the toilet while playing this and uh, deleting it. I thought it was all right. It's it's fine. You collect coins. You drop them in a piggy bank. It's it's interesting. 
Uh, I also dabbled in Farm Simulator, but I didn't play it enough to talk about it. I did a couple tutorials. Really, Farm Simulator? Yeah. Whatever, will, whatever will they bring out next? Oh come on! You act like that's no, the no. weirdest thing they brought out. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's actually it's higher... just weird on a console. Well, it's all, it's higher quality than most of the garbage that comes out. I'll tell you that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, those the farm simulator has been going on like fucking ten years strong now. Yeah, and they're really good if you like that kind of thing, you know. So, but anyway, like I said, I only played through a couple tutorial missions, so I can't talk in extent about it. Um, the only other thing I got is I did pick up. There was a pricing error. Um, I forget what night it was for the Game of Thrones complete first season. Oh, didn't that go? It was that really, 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 really cheap. Five bucks. Cheap. Yeah. And I snagged it, and there was nothing to download, so people thought it was a glitch. But it just wasn't finished populating, and then the next day it populated, so now I own the entire first season of Game of Thrones for $5. That's well. It's not the first time a glitch will happen, and it won't be the last. It's just whether you're lucky enough to get on it quick enough. Yeah, I happened to be online when somebody tweeted it, and I immediately went and bought it. I'm like, hell, if this ends up being a glitch, and there's nothing in it, I will get a refund. But, if I ended up just getting all six episodes for $5, hell yeah. Hell to the yeah. Um... And that will segue us right into what's coming out this week, which is episode four of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, but I'm not going to touch it until they finish it. You know what's funny? Tales of Borderlands episode three has yet to come out. Yep. You know what else is coming out this week? Well, besides mm-hmm. Ultra Street Fighter 4. Yeah. Is Magicka 2 for the PS4. Really? Yep, huh. It's out this week. As well as Arcania, the complete tale, is out on Friday, I think. For PS4, and then got a review of that up. Yes, we do. And the DLC, the final DLC for Evil Within. Which have you seen that? No. You play as one of the villains in the game, and it's in first person. Really? Yeah. They really made an interesting season pass with that game. Hmm. Uh, also out this week, Splatoon. Oh man. Yeah. Can you talk oh, about that? Nope. I have got that ordered. I so. can't talk about it until Wednesday. <laughs> oh, man. I am playing the final version of that game, but I can't talk about it until Wednesday. Well, I, mean, I shall ask you uh, after the show, because <laughs> I have already put some money down on that Okay, bad boy. well, don't forget to ask me after the show, because otherwise you won't talk to me until you've already paid for it. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I got the... Um, the there was a, I got the edition with the, the, the Amiibo, so this is... Um, with the Squid Amiibo, because apparently you can't buy that separately, and it's the oh, same. Uh, I know um, it's the same price, but I went into my local game store t- today to, to pre-order it, and I said, "Well, <sighs> don't really want to get sucked into the Amiibo thing, but there are stuff that unlocks in the game if you've got all of them." So I said, "All right, pr- place me down the the special edition with the, the Squid one, and then a boy and a girl um, <sighs> inkling." They got and you good. They haven't because. They had none. They were all taken up, the um, uh-huh. the boy and girl inkling. Uh-huh. So I was like, bollocks. Uh, well, they've got you now, so you're on the lookout for Amiibos now, so now you're in trouble. Yeah, all right, thanks. I'll just tell you <laughs> to stop while you're ahead. While you don't have any, don't do it. I've got three. I've got ten. <laughs> and I finally scanned them into Mario Kart. And the best thing that came out of that is I can drive around as my me with a goddamn Mega Man suit on. Okay? That's, <laughs> well, that's, 
That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, but also, man, they know what they're doing. Like in Mario Kart, there's a goddamn checklist. <laughs> yeah, I I have three amiibos, and I have not even actually used any of them. I I bought them for for decoration. Yeah, they're useless in Smash. They give you costumes, and not even all of them give you costumes in Mario Kart. Uh, you can scan them into Hyrule, and you'll get items, but most of the time you just get a rupee, which is the most, like, slap in the dick you'll ever get. Because a rupee wrong. is completely useless. Um, yeah, I don't know. I didn't try to scan them into Splatoon, but I don't think I could tell you what they did, even if I did. Well, I, I do know that the, the Splatoon amiibos unlock... <laughs> Three different mini games, which oh, is, I don't know. Hell. I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's good that they actually have some functionality, but it's bad that it's you, you can't get the whole game unless you got the amiibo. So it's it's all a bit, yeah. I don't. Bit, I, I've, I'm going to tell you right now that I'm going to assume that those mini games are probably pretty shit. Um, I would say so, probably, but still. There was something. Oh yeah, the the amiibo scanner is now on the Wii U. You probably didn't notice it because you probably haven't booted up your Wii U in a generation. Uh, but you can scan them in there, and it'll give you the demos now for the for the classic games. Oh. Yeah, so that's up if you you know you want to go play a demo of Mega Man Two because that's relevant. <laughs> anyway, um, I think that's all that's coming out this week. We're we're getting close to the slow times. Um, supposedly Mortal Kombat's coming out on 360 PS3 in a week or two. Wow. I'd be really interested to see that game. Yeah. Just to see what it became. Um, But yeah, The Witcher couldn't have picked a better time to come out. Exactly. Over 30 days before Batman. Yep. Batman. Batman's coming. Oh, it looks so good. It does. It looks amazing. Alright, let's recap the news. Um, <clears throat> Need for Speed was announced. At, at, that's what it's called. Need for Speed. Need for Speed. It's a reboot of the series. will be out this year. Uh, we will finally see the game at E3. We didn't actually see... Oh, we saw some screenshots and a quick like 30-second sizzle reel, but we'll actually see the game at E3. Um, yeah. I heard that too. What was that? I, I don't know. <laughs> that was that was my bad. Don't worry. Um, yeah, it's hard to find any other news going on right now. GTA sold 52 million copies. Fucking hell. Jesus the Christ. series is kind of big. It's kind of a big deal. That's what happens when you release it on old consoles, new consoles, and then PC over a nice long period of time. And, and you've got a game like fucking GTA. And you've got a game like GTA. It will be interesting to see whether or not they're going to do any kind of um, DLC, because that's the story now at the moment, is are they going to do some single-player DLC? Because um, it's been, what, um, it'll be, it'll be two years in September since it first came out. It'll be announced as exclusive for Xbox One, kind of like the Ballad of Gay Tony and what was the other one? Uh, the Lost in the Dam. Lost in the Dam. Except it'll be PS4, not Xbox. Well, I don't really. know. Xbox is, you know, they need to spend that money too, you know. Sony got Street <laughs> Fighter. Yeah. Speaking of Street Fighter, Ultra Street Fighter 4 will support PS3 arcade sticks again thanks to Lab Zero's uh, drivers that were used in Skullgirls. So, so, so alright, we'll slow up for a second. Yes. PS4 
fight sticks are compatible, or if PS3 fight sticks are compatible with PS4 consoles. With Street Fighter 4. The, the game itself has to have the drivers built into it. So, if I were to technically have a PS3 fight pad, I could use it on the PS4? Uh, the way that the driver works is that Lab Zero's drivers allow any arcade stick that identifies itself as a generic USB gamepad or joystick to work. Uh, that means that Mad Cat's officially licensed line of controllers and sticks uh, will be supported. So, wow, I wonder if my 360 one will work. No, they have to be PS3. Hmm. Have to be PS3 built. So I'm going to say no. Let me let me just. You go ahead and plug it in, and when it doesn't I'll work, I give it a shot. Why not? Um. <laughs> Did y'all see Doom? I saw a, a <laughs> second of it. I, you know, I know it's dumb, but goddamn, it got me excited. I cannot wait to see that game. I've heard so many good things about it, and just seeing that little snippet, just it's like it's like a tease, man. Who's developing that? It's Bethesda. I don't know if it's... I'm pretty sure it's id. Id's making it? Yeah. You know what they should have done? Giving it to Machine Games? Yep. Yeah, I'd, I'd have bought that. I'll buy it because it's coming from id anyway, and I like their last games or whatever. Rage? Yeah, I liked Rage. I actually liked Rage too. Played a lot of that. Yeah. Shooting was fucking fantastic. That's the thing is id shooters have fantastic shooting. Yeah. That's about all the news I got, man. It's slow. I mean, we're creeping up to, what is it, three weeks till E3? Three, two and a half. Like well. June 16th, yeah. I think. God damn, that's close. That's I two love, weeks, pretty much. I love E3. Oh, it's going to be so... There's press conferences on Sunday night, man. Yeah. Jeez, starting early, man. Bethesda, going to show us some Doom and uh, Fallout 4? Probably. Uh, you, you know, you know yeah. you're going to see Fallout I'm 4. Not, I'm not saying hopefully. I hate that series. Oh, whatever. I know a lot of people love it, but that's not... I, yeah, you, I, I you also Doom. hated uh, Elder Scrolls until you played Skyrim. No, I didn't hate Oblivion. I played through probably about thirty hours of Oblivion. I I just because I said Zelda would outsell Skyrim doesn't mean I hate the Elder Scrolls true. Right. I've never I, had a problem I, I, I with. I didn't series. even bring that up. You brought that. I'm up. I'm just saying. I, but why did you think I hated the Elder Scrolls? I've never hated the Elder Scrolls. I didn't really enjoy Morrowind. I thought it was way too buggy. But because you were like, I've never got into a, a game like Skyrim before, and you got into it, and I was like. Okay. Well, I played about thirty hours of Oblivion. I didn't hate it. I even made it to Shivering Isles. I love Shivering Isles. That was great. Uh, but Skyrim was a shit ton better than Oblivion. Yeah. Um. Do have one email. It's about The Witcher. Uh, it comes from Sean. It says, "I'm sure that you've been enjoying The Witcher Three. I just want to point out uh, something. I'm sure you guys have pointed out. Uh, this is how you nail an open world game." Even though it is a very good copy of Red Dead Redemption's open-world navigation system, uh, it just goes to show that if any company nails an open-world like Rockstar did, there's no reason not to borrow from it and expand on it. Uh, unlike Dragon Age 3, where I found uh, being on a mount very unenjoyable, this game just nails horseback riding and traversing the environments with ease. I hope more game companies in the future will realize, uh, like CD Red did, you don't have to reinvent the wheel of game design every time you make an open-world game. Rockstar has been doing open world right for years, and glad to see a company borrowing from it and finally making it work good for a role playing game. Well, the interesting thing about that is that um, the, the people who make them is that Rockstar gets 
an unlimited amount of time to do what they need to do. CD Projekt Red are the masters of their own um, uh, universe. Universe, essentially, yes. Um, they were under no pressure. Um, and as I can say, Rockstar um, San Diego were under no pressure. They just wanted to get the best games out. And the reason why we don't see games like that is because most developers don't have that luxury. They are under pressure constantly through publishers. And I think that tells um, when you see games like Red Dead, like Grand Theft Auto, like The Witcher. Um, the, the quality there is evidence from the time they had to develop it. Well, I do hope everybody who bitched about Mortal Kombat didn't buy The Witcher. They said they were done with WB Games, right? Oh uh, yeah, with us it's Namco, it's not Warner. Well, well, in America they can't buy mm. it. It's WB Games. Yeah, which is um, a game, but that's a that, that's a publishing deal that's held by um, CD Projekt Red's terms, not the other way around. Doesn't matter. Mm. Still WB Games. You just gave <laughs> them money. Well, uh, for that, I, didn't, I I didn't slag off Warner Brothers, but. I am still pissed about the stupid fucking season pass of a Batman. About what? About the fucking price and the fact that you don't really know what you're getting yet fully. For what? For the season Batman. pass of Batman. Oh, they've already said exactly what you're getting in Batman. They detailed yeah. it They detailed it a month ago. No, they came out and said that you're going to get six months of content. Even no, the adverts they came out and said that there's a, single, there's a single player mission with Batwoman, or Batgirl. A mission, yeah. And then that there is a races with the different Batmobiles. Yeah, there are extended season, uh, extended missions with Batman with other villains. Yeah, they, they went into detail of what the season pass was. Not originally, they didn't. But they have now. Fair enough. It's still <laughs> not just... worth the amount you're paying for. Okay, because you played it. No, but you, you're talking about more than half the cost of the game. Okay. But you're saying you didn't play it, so well, of course I didn't play it. Uh, saying something's not worth it that you haven't played. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying. <laughs> I got tweets from Blue Apple Blue. Uh, yeah, I've seen some of them. There's a lot of tweets. <laughs> I was going to say. I'm there's... sure he doesn't have a job. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's, this <sighs> is why we stereotype you British people as angry. Because <laughs> everything that comes out of your mouth is just like, you fuck you. Fuck you, fuck you, you ain't got no job, bitch. <laughs> anyway, uh, his first tweet is, the 17-year-old lizard hacker was targeting mostly young... F- I don't. I, does anybody know what this is referenced to? It's um, one of the hackers got, um, uh, got se- I think, sentenced this week. Um, one of the lizard squad hackers um, got sentenced, so yeah. Okay, so apparently he was targeting mostly young female gamers who refused his friend request. Uh, he was swatting a girl gamer multiple times, including a simultaneously a simultaneous swat on her and her parents. Do you think game companies should do more to protect the most vulnerable in the game community? What measures should be done? Should companies go as far as to make a separate segment of PSN and Xbox Live that is only accessible to female gamers? Well, that's the, the problem with that is that subject to abuse because you can change your profile to be female, so it doesn't really matter. Um, I think um, more should Jason be done. Has so many followers. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's disgusting. I think there, there must be something that can be done, but it is uh, it's not something that um, can easily be remedied because um, most, as we speak about constantly on this show, most. 
people who play games are sensible and respectable and play it for the love of games. Um, unfortunately, the ones that are idiots and like to mess up for everyone else are the most vocal and the ones that are quite happy and live behind anonymity. So um, I, I can't see like trying to segregate them is going to help. All right. Segregating isn't helping anything. No, doesn't solve that, any problems. Oh, not, I'm not even talking about solving problems. It probably creates more. Oh yeah. It's like you know, well, let, well, let's put all the women in this group so that way nobody will mess with them. Yeah. Well, that, that's... I mean, how about we just not mess with them? Yeah. How about that? Yeah. How about we just yeah. you know do what they did to this kid and sentence him to prison time for being a douchebag. Yeah. There you go. Yep. Sounds Prop like a good salt, solution. Yeah. It's not like these game companies and these you know service providers can't tell where these people are coming from. Yeah. Anyway, uh, according to child psychologist guidelines, adolescent to twenty-five, uh, adolescent. I'm sorry, adolescence lasts to twenty-five. Do you think a twenty-five-year-old adolescent should be playing M-rated games? What? Hmm. All right, all right. So explain that to me one more time, please. According to psychological guidelines, supposedly adolescence lasts until you're 25 years old. That's not my problem. <laughs> <laughs> Good answer. It, it, I here, like here, that. If you're 21 years old, you can you die are, for your country. You can, yeah, you can die for your country. You can legally you drink a fucking beer. Yeah, you know that. It, you should be able to shoot people in GTA. Yeah. Now, now. If somebody is a immature twenty-one-year-old, they still have that right. Yeah, you should still be able to shoot somebody in GTA just because you're an idiot doesn't mean you know. There's other forms of help besides not letting them play GTA. Yeah, I don't. I don't think that's the problem. <laughs> um, do you think video game companies should require submitting an ID before unlocking the ability to play mature games? No, there are parental controls on the systems that if the parents don't check them, then it's the parents' fault. It's not the game yeah. company's responsibility to... Yeah, a lot of this has to do with the the, the lack of parental guidance. Yeah. Yep. Big time. But nobody wants to blame the parent. No, of course not. You know, the, the, it's never about the parent. You know, I'm, I'm I'm no different than any other parent out there. There are times where you just want to have a form of media babysit your child... But at the same time, I don't let Grand Theft Auto babysit my child. But at the same time, <laughs> but at the same time, Ken, think about it this way: How were you when you played Mortal Kombat? Me personally, when it came yeah. out, which was 1994, I think. Okay. So I would have been 15. 15. Yeah. So not not old enough to play an M-rated game. Well, they didn't have M ratings back then. I, I know that. <laughs> no, no. All right. So here's the thing. I played Mortal Kombat. I played uh, fucking Splatterhouse. I played all these games that were like fucking grotesque and violent and stuff like that when I was a kid. Yeah, I did too. Yep. But everybody's like, we need to crack down on this stuff now. Well, everybody's different too. What changed? Nothing changed. Some of the kids who played them back in the day, besides us, did have problems. It's it's all a matter of the parents knowing which kids have the problems. If my son is able to handle something like Doom or Mortal Kombat when he's 12, 13 years old, 
whatever, if he's able to differentiate the reality. But he's five. He doesn't. Well, yeah, he doesn't need to be seeing demons and, and killing. This is true. You know, but when he's I'm, twelve or thirteen, that could be a different story. Yeah. It's, it's all going to depend on him, not me. Yeah. So, you know. But at the same time, it's all about the parents knowing what their kids are doing. And most of the people who let their, you know, six or seven year old play Grand Theft Auto, they're not really paying attention anyway. Oh, God, no. <laughs> that, 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 there was a guy, yeah, there was a guy at my work. He, he you know, he knows I play video games. He said, uh, he said, what do you think of Grand Theft Auto 5? This was whenever it first came out. And I was like, that's a pretty good game. He said, I was going to get it for my kid. I'm like, how old's your kid? And he's like, uh, he, I think he's like 10, 11. I'm like, don't buy him Grand Theft Auto. And he's like, well, I said, because it's horrible yeah, for it's, a kid. I'd say I, was like, I was playing. The introduction to one of the main characters is him bending a woman over and having sex with her. Well, I think the funniest thing was, like, I, I played GTA Five recently, uh, and my wife was in the room, and just, it was a Trevor sequence. And she just turned around, she looked at us like, that's fucking awful. Like, the dialogue in that game is just awful. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty bad. <laughs> I mean, they say fuck every other word. Yeah. And they account some descriptions of some stuff that kids shouldn't be hearing. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, there's a difference between some of the stupid violence and, and stuff like GTA. But still, again, it's all a matter of what the kid can handle. And only the parents are going to know that. The game companies don't have anything to do with that. Yeah. They put the rating on there that says <laughs> this has got profanity, nudity, violence, whatever. Beyond that, it's up to the parents to decide. Do me a yeah. favor, though, but when your kid gets old enough to where he can play online with other people, put like a like a recorder or something in the room <laughs> and listen to him and see if he's acting like a fuckhead and then beat the hell out of him. <laughs> because I really hate it whenever I run into a 12-year-old who's calling me gay. Or, you know, using the N-word. Well, I, I do truly believe, again, that the kids that get online and do that, there are bigger issues stemming from that. I, I'm sh- and I'm a sure lot of times are. it's in the parental department. I, I'm sure it is. But I really don't like those kids. No, I don't. <laughs> Alright, moving on. Um... Do you think adolescents can tell right from wrong? Should uh, should he make life-changing decisions like marriage or joining the army in underdeveloped countries? When a male reaches puberty, he's considered a man and is expected to start a family and raise kids. But in developed countries, a male will reach 25 and he didn't raise a single kid. He may even be unmarried. He may even still can't take care of himself. Why is there a vast difference? Kids in developed countries can eat better have better health care, they have better schooling. God, this is a long tweet. Uh, they have better schooling and should be better informed about the world. They even reach puberty earlier. What's the difference? Man, if, that, if that's a tweet, man. <laughs> it's like five tweets with numbers after them. All right. They, I mean, it's, it's all about parenting nowadays. You know, I mean, in underdeveloped countries, you have to fend for yourself. You know, and when you get old enough to fend for yourself, they're like, okay, do it. Yeah, you don't get an iPhone when you're 10. Yeah, no. In certain countries, and it's just a matter of of that country. Everything's different everywhere. Kids grow up differently everywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm 29 and I'm not married or have any children, but I mean, that's. You weren't forced to either. Some some places don't force it. Yeah, I mean, I just, you know, that's my choice, and I just haven't. 
I haven't found my love yet. You I haven't found your soulmate yet? I haven't found my soulmate. It's out there somewhere. I don't really get it. He has yet to plant his seed. Yeah. I'm out of, like, that's the thing is, like, I don't care. And I think that may be one of the issues is that there's a lot of people out there who just don't care. Yeah. Certainly. There's a lot of people out there who do not feel the need to procreate. But in other countries, they're, they probably have people that feel like they don't need to procreate, but sometimes are forced to. That's, I, there's no difference in the, the the person there or the person here. It's just here, they have more options to not do that. Yeah. That's yeah. the only difference. Mentality is the same everywhere. You've got people that feel certain ways and you've got people that feel, that feel other ways, but it's all a matter of culture, man. Society, yep. And American culture is probably one of the worst. Everybody over here is entitled, spoiled, instant gratification yep. bullshit. But, you know, that's the culture we live in, and it's it's not frowned upon. So, um, do you think it's because Lolly Lule Lo have mixed nanomachines and vaccine, or do you think there's a simpler answer? I think that was still part of the same question. Yeah, I think the Patriots are running this country. Yeah. Yep. Uh, do you think raising video, raising kids on video games caused it? No, I don't think anything like that. I, that's just part of the culture. Yeah. I mean, I've been playing games since I was fucking three years old. There are insane people from my generation, and there are insane people from generations before video games. Oh, oh absolutely. So. It's just it, it. technology has put it in the forefront, you know. We we had crazy mass shootings and shit like that that happened in the 50s and, and 40s and shit like that. But nowadays... You're going to see it plastered all over the fucking news. Yeah. You know why? Because it sells. There's worse stuff on the news than there is in Mortal Kombat 2. Yeah. I was throwing yeah. that out there. <laughs> um, okay. I, I don't know anything about this. I'm probably going to butcher this. So I'm leaving this up to Jason to understand what I'm trying to say here. Okay. What do you think about Ipegogubu? Main visual for Tokyo Game Show 2015. Uh, what? I P P E I G Y O U B U. Main visual. Ippy Ippy something. Yubu. Ippy Yubu. Yubu. That sounds like. Can you spell it again? I P P E I E I G Y O U B U. M-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-S-I-
Mobile gaming, like here's here's my thing, is that mobile gaming is huge in America. I know they always like everybody plays mobile games, yeah. But I mean, when you look at it, it's it, it's little kids who who got an iPhone for their birthday, or a know. hand-me-down iPhone from their parents when their parents got a new one. Yeah, and now they're playing Angry Birds and stuff like that. Or you have you know like people who don't normally play games who sit there and play Bejeweled while they're waiting on a bus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you don't see hardcore video game players playing hardcore video games on their phone. No, I'm not enjoying the latest, you know, Witcher game on my on my tablet. Yeah. And the, the <laughs> thing is, if they released the latest Witcher game on your tablet, how many people would actually play it? No, no, nobody wants that. People want those those quick... Twitch experiences on their phone, and that's why those games do so well in America. And that's the thing is, like in America, that's how it is. Yes. Now in Japan, Japan, I mean, that's fucking huge. I mean, they got that's you might because as well put a fucking in, Monster Hunter on it. Yeah, public transportation, yeah. man. Everybody's on their phones. They don't have time to do the normal sit down, play the game kind of thing. So yeah, they just play thing. it on the train ride to work. Yeah, because I mean that's the thing. In, in, in the United States, it's such a it's such a, a big landmass. You have to drive fucking everywhere. You know. Yep. So you stay home when you play Xbox. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I can't I can't drive and play you know Witcher at the same time. No, you can't really do anything and play Witcher at the same time. I mean, you got to be totally focused on that shit. Yeah. Uh, autonomous cars and trucks are coming. Do you think they'll replace human drivers? Highly doubt it. <laughs> Do you think this is a continuous trend? Will machines steal all of our jobs? Uh, what to do? Will all of the un- what what to do? Will all of the unemployed people? Do you think a VR system like the Matrix will solve the problem? If you lost your job to the machine, will you jack in? Who will be the first of the crew to lose his job to AI? That's uh, I think that's a very um, I think that's a imminent reality um, that you will not see in your lifetime <laughs> that I will probably see you when, <laughs> before I retire and end up having to work for the rest of my life um, I, I think it's probably in about 20 years I think you're being very optimistic on that timeline I, I do not see robots replacing humans in 20 years for the workforce well, I mean, not, not Cer- I mean, certain things, you know. Certain things, maybe, but what? Assembly lines don't really exist anymore. It's all robots. Mm, some of uh, it. It's, it's, it. Right now, uh, the facility that I work at is half and half. Yeah. It's like, it's literally half robots, half people. But 10, 15 years ago, it was all people. Yeah. So I'm thinking so, that... Somebody lost their job. I don't, <laughs> I don't know who. I'm thinking in, the, in another... In another 20 years from now, I mean, I don't think that robots will completely replace people, but I think in 20 years from now, the plant will be mostly robots and just a couple people scattered here and there to basically maintenance the robots. Make sure they don't start a rebellion. Yeah. I still don't think in 20 years that's going to happen. I don't know. Maybe I'm being pessimistic. I don't know. 30 at the very most. All right. Weird tweet. Okay. Yeah. But interesting. Oh, no. This next one is the one I'm referring to. Oh, no. Oh. What is the weirdest non wet dream you remember? I don't remember dreams. 
I don't either. I'm I'm in that same boat as you, John. I I never remember my dreams. No. I I distinctly remember one that was very weird, very vivid. Um, it's it, it happens a few times. That's one thing. It's like I have a reoccurring dream. Uh, I suffer from night terrors, by the way. So I should I should oh, mention shit. that that I I have a I have a medical problem with me that I have night terrors every once in a while. But this is not a night terror. It's actually a dream. I am standing in front of my parents' home, uh, and it looks different, almost like whenever I was a kid. And somehow, I don't know how I got here, I go up to the house, I knock on the door, and a 30-something-year-old mom is standing in front of me. Somehow, I have time-traveled to the 80s. And my mom is there, and I have to convince my mom that I am her son. And she doesn't believe me, and I freak the fuck out. <laughs> You've been watching too much Back to the Future. I think I me. have. I think I have. But, not, but seriously, this dream yeah. has happened multiple times where I, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm naming off facts and stuff like that that only I would know and shit like that, and she won't believe me. And I'm like, is dad home? Can I talk to dad? <laughs> you know? And it's it's the weirdest fucking dream ever, but I've had it multiple times. All right. I uh, used to have a reoccurring dream um, when I was, like, between the ages of, like, four to, like, six years old. I used to live in this house. It was a two-story house with a basement. And the dream would begin with me waking up out of bed. Uh, I was on the second floor. I walked over to the uh, staircase that went to the first floor. For some reason, I just leap off the staircase and basically jump all the way to the very bottom of the stairs. And then I walk around the corner and the door to the basement slowly, creepily opens up just a little bit. And this really creepy uh, charcoal black feminine hand with long fingers and long fingernails comes out of the door crack and motions me to come into the door that leads into the basement. Why doesn't it surprise me that you have a dream about basements? Jesus. And then I go into the basement and it's just uh, darkness. And I just... Darkness! Exactly. And then I, uh, I jump and I'm basically uh, falling. It's a like a bottomless pit. Are you free falling? Yeah, I'm free falling. And then I wake up and I wake up in bed, and the bed's all shaky. So it almost feels like I, I I fell through the into the basement and landed on my bed. Hmm. And and that, and that's how I woke up. And I would always have that exact same dream if my head was facing the wall when I would fall asleep. Okay. That's weird. I yeah. just, the night terror shit is, is insane. Mm. I always wake up thinking there's something something either in the bed or in the room with me that's dangerous. Um and it's it, like this is for real. Like I like when when Sarah used to live with me, I, I freaked her the fuck out one time. I jumped up out of the bed and kept yelling, it's acid and she's like, What are you talking about? I said, There's acid, get the fuck up <laughs> And she was like, Drew, what the fuck? Yeah, dude, no. Like, I am in pure fucking terror when I have those. And, like, it's weird because I've I've had them since I was 19 years old. I've actually documented them. I've got, got like, a whole notebook on them. 
and about it. Like I don't dream. That's the thing. It's like I'm I'm not dreaming whenever I, I like. There is no nightmare or anything like that. I just wake up in a panic, and I'm like. There's been multiple times where I would be like in my bed. I will take the pillow next to me, slam it down on a part of the bed, and I think there's a snake up under this pillow. If I move this pillow, it's gonna bite me. And it like, and I'll freak out for like a minute, and then I just I realize I've been asleep the whole time, and, and I go back to sleep. But for like those two minutes when I first wake up, I I firmly believe there's something in the room. There was one time where I, I thought there was like a little kid in the room. It's not even Whoa. necessarily dangerous. It was never. I was living with my old roommate, and we lived in like this fucking cabin in the woods. It was fucking creepy on its own right. But I was asleep, and I woke up, and there was like I I, I thought there was a kid. In the corner of my bedroom, like a little kid, little boy, and he was throwing stuff at me. And oh, like I, I, I remember grabbing the pillow and like shielding my face from what he threw at me. And I put the pillow down. I said, "You miss me, motherfucker." And then I woke up, and I was like, "What the fuck am I doing?" And I went back to bed. <laughs> I swear <laughs> to God, this shit is real. You can ask, you can ask my, my old roommates because they heard me sometimes, like screaming and shit. Man, it's creepy. Like they've always told me, I need to go do a sleep study. I'm afraid of what I might find out. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people claim that it has something to do with sleep apnea. Your, yeah, your body, your body is jerking yourself away because you stop breathing. I, uh, I actually have sleep apnea. I have an, an extreme case of it. I, I did the uh, sleep lab thing, and I was able to get a CPAP machine. And uh, I use it. I use it pretty much every night that I go to bed. And uh, and thing is, my cases. I'll put it this way: um, an extreme case of sleep apnea is about an average of 30, 30 apnea episodes per hour on average. About thirty per hour is an extreme case. I had ninety-seven. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I uh, I was tripling what was considered an extreme case. So basically, uh, the doctor told me that every time, without the CPAP machine, every time I would go to sleep, I would be basically uh, taking a chance um, with uh, that that I, I would have a potential of either a heart attack or a stroke. Man, this fucking yeah. podcast went dark. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is our lives, dude. <laughs> Jesus, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's. I mean, did did you have like how how did you realize you had sleep apnea? Was it with like you would, you would be jerked awake real fast or something like that? Um, my my wife she would wake me in the middle of the night because uh, she um uh I would basically stop breathing for long periods of time and I would start coughing. And like I was choking to death on something, and I would act. She she said that I would act really dramatic, like I would be like almost like suffocating, and I wouldn't even notice it myself until like I would wake up. Jesus, yeah. So you you might want to get checked out, man. Yeah, it might help you. The Maybe. CPAP the CPAP machine. I also noticed that uh, um, when I started using it, I would actually have more energy when I would wake up. Right. I'd, I'd feel more alert. Because you're getting a better night's sleep. 
Yeah. Actually getting more oxygen to my brain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, well, the second part of his tweet just said, do the crew appear in your non-wet dreams? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've, I've, I've never, I've never dreamed of any of you guys. I just like that he has to clarify that they're non-wet dreams because he knows how our perverted minds are. Okay, so does any of the crew appear in your wet dreams? <laughs> I plead the fifth. One, two, three, four, fifth. <laughs> That's a negative on that one. Uh, Marvelous announced net high for the beta, where the protagonist uncovers the lies of people. Who fake their lives on the internet? Uh, where's the second part of this? Okay, then there's no second. What the? Did fuck? you did you say Marvel? Marvelous. Oh, marvelous. Marvelous. I don't see where the second half of this tweet is. Is there a second half? Or? It, there's a one after it. Okay. And then the next tweet says: New study suggests video games may increase Alzheimer's risk. Will you stop gaming if you start showing signs of Alzheimer's? Would you I, remember that you'd gamed? <laughs> I'd be like a goldfish gamer. I forget Ooh. every 30 second intervals. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? Fuck it. Um, I, I'm going to say no. I don't want to quit for anything. Fuck that shit. Uh, since there's a lower age limit, like 25 for mature games, should there be an upper age limit? Hell no. Yeah. <laughs> 25 for mature... Like, like, Maybe it's different in a different country. I don't know. 25, though? Really? 17 is the mature rating here. 18 in the UK. But I we don't have eight, a mature rating. No, mature is, is 17 plus. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. I got a game right here in front of me. Let me look at it. Yeah, mature 17 plus. ESRB. Mm. So. Oh. Um, now that the 8-bit generation is reaching middle age, do you think we'll have something akin to a wind named amnesia? Do we need memories when we have to face recognition, when we have face recognition technology, AI assistant, the cloud, and Google Now? Hmm. Well, I swear these tweets are broken. <laughs> um. Jesus uh. All right, I'm just going to read this. I'm just going to read this last one, and we're going to be done with his tweets because they're just getting confusing. Uh, this is a five-parter. Oh my god! Thirty-three <laughs> percent of the population are overweight, and it's probably higher for gamers. However, there are so there are not so many overweight main protagonists. There's only Mario and some joke characters in fighting games. Why aren't overweight gamers represented in video? What? There's no fat person wants to play a fat person in a video game. There you go. Yep. Pretty much. I do. It's it's not like it's not like we actually are salting out and being like, Hey, I wanna eat so I can get fat. You know, that's that's not our goal. Oh, At least no, that's nobody wants nobody wants to be fat. Maybe Yeah. I, I just I just want to eat something good to have fun. I just can't stop eating the good stuff because I live in America and it's in my fucking yeah. face all the time. That's grab a burger. Fuck yeah, I'll grab a burger. Fuck that. Yeah, some grab fries. two. I grab two. Right. One of them. That's why God three. gave me two hands. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, l- I like the burger that you have that you would want a third hand just to hold it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. That's are you going to stick your onion rings? <laughs> I'll tell you where I'm going to put my onion rings, John. <laughs> 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 I like that. Uh, 
Alright, so only two people besides Blue Apple Blue tweeted us. Jesus. Makes me disappointed. Uh, yeah. one, of, one of them comes from Adam. It says, in The Witcher 3, you can have sex on a unicorn. How hard is it to keep an erection up when you're competing with that horn? I don't know. I've never had sex on a unicorn. Did you not have sex on a unicorn in The Witcher 3? No, yeah, I haven't. Oh, okay. I'm talking about real life as well. Oh, you've never had sex on a unicorn? No. Pfft, missing out, dude. Um, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to be fair, I'd more, I'd be more worried about keeping my balance. Yeah, because yeah, you, you need to. You, I mean, you need to focus on something. Yeah, you need to focus. Unicorn feelings, really. You got, you got to focus on one thing at a time, and it's really hard. To, that's more troublesome. There, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Is it saddle or no saddle? I mean, I think you're going bareback. Okay. In more ways than one. <laughs> 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 Uh, uh. H Dogger says, "Just wanted to say I really enjoyed the huge video game releases this past Tuesday. Life is Strange, Episode Three, Baby. Yeah, man, I'm talking about it. Ba 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 ba, baby. Nice. Nobody. Nope. Billy Vanilli, son. Millie Again, Vanilli. kids, Google that. <laughs> yeah, they. I, I can remember Billy Millie Vanilli. They were." They wow, they were fakes. So that was yes, weird. Yes, they were. I think that's the first thing will pop up is the the record skipping. Yeah, it'd be like the Ashley Simpson. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Oh yeah. At least they like she just got started. I mean, they were full on in the fucking song. Oh yeah. <laughs> ba 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 baby. Don't listen to their music. It was terrible anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they, they were big for a time. Though. They were big for one song. Well, this is true, but they were big for like a year and a half. Blame it on the rain, Drew. Blame yeah, it on the rain. You can blame it on whatever you want to. Blame it on the sun, the moon, and the stars. <laughs> Don't Google Melly Vanilli, please. Not going to have to now. I think they're going to get a dollar every time you do it, and it's just they shouldn't get any dollars. Isn't one of them dead? I don't know. Let Maybe. Me find out. Are you going to Google that? Uh-huh. No, someone's going to. Great. So now they're going to get a dollar. Oh, there you go. There's their dollar. Millie Vanilli. Did you Google, is Millie Vanilli dead? No. Because they'll probably be a hoax or something like that. No, they're, I you think need... they're all still alive. Okay. You probably look on their Wikipedia page. There was only two of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Millie and Vanilli. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there was no Saturday, and in Saturday the morning name. cartoon crime busting duo. Yeah, there was no and in their name. It wasn't Millie and Vanilli. It I was Millie know. Vanilli, so I was confused. So here, oh. Chuck Phillips. His name was Chuck Phillips? No, that's the the guy who brought them together. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me that one of them was named Chuck Phillips, and then all the world was just going to implode in my head. Yeah, I was going to say, that's pretty impressive. <laughs> no wonder they <laughs> called himself Millie. If one of them's name was Chuck Phillips. <laughs> They couldn't call it Chuck and Vanilli. Girl, you know it's true. Everything I do. Media backlash, blah, 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 blah. The real Millie Vanilli. The real Millie Vanilli. The that material needs to be... from the second album. Oh, that's the real one. Damn, they've released a decent amount of albums, though. Well, sure. Really? That's what it says. 
once you start releasing albums, I mean, you just keep doing it, right? No, not if people don't buy them. Well, nowadays you can. You just put them up on some kind of free service. Yes, you're correct. One of them is dead. There you go. Really? He died in 1998. Died in 98? Of what? I don't know. I'm looking it up. Drugs. I will put money on it being drugs. Or, yeah, drugs. something drug-related. Car accident because of drunk. Drugs or drink. Uh, years following We're going the down collapse. a rabbit hole here. Years following the collapse of Millie Vanilli, Rob Pitalis, Pitalis, I don't know what his name was, struggled with substance abuse and int- even attempted suicide after their unsuccessful comeback. Uh, they stopped speaking to each other in 1996, uh, served three months in prison for assault, vandalism, and attempted robbery. He also spent six months in drug rehabilitation on April 2nd, 1998. Uh, was found dead at the age of 33 from a suspected alcohol and prescription pill overdose in his hotel room. And there you go. Five his, points for me. If his That's lawyer didn't say blame it on the rain during the trial, it's a missed opportunity. <laughs> Just uh, put that out there. What trial would there be? He served time in prison. Oh. For his time in prison. Yeah, see? You weren't even paying attention to what you were reading. I, I really didn't care. But. I don't, yeah. We have given way too much airtime to Millie Vanilli at this point. Millie <laughs> Vanilli. Uh, but that's it. If you want to follow us on the Twitter, you can follow the podcast at N4G Podcast. See, my my windows keeps cropping up these things, so there's going to be these little sound effects, and they're really pleasant. So I hope you enjoyed them. Um, you can follow us each individually. Jason is at Gambus Con, Drew is at DML Fury, and John is at John W. UK. Uh, you can follow me on the site at ZTGD. You can also follow the Phoenix Down podcast at ZTGD Phoenix Down, who are wrapping up The Witcher in what, two more? Uh, hopefully two more. Uh, but the thing is, I think we're going to have a uh, either intermission or another game this week because Matt was out of town and he couldn't play. Okay. So there you go. Um, hmm. I think that's it. You send us emails at podcast at ztgd.com and subscribe to us on iTunes if you want to. It's Would be e- nice. Easiest way to get episodes if you have an iPhone. Because who doesn't have an iPhone? Me. No one, nah. no one clever. Well, see, you were tr- you were both true. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. No. No, I'm good. Nope. Right. Well, Jason's back, so he gets to do the, the thing. All right. Don't call this a comeback, or you could call it a comeback. I don't care. It goes something like this. Boop, 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 boop. Epic Interesting episode. Yeah. Greetings, 
program. I got lost trying to find my way to the secret underground N4T radio lair. The Wombat! I Play games, not consoles. No bad boys allowed. And then I, and then I killed the dragon. Then I killed the dragon.